Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Don't be led by somebody else's interpretation of the scripture. You need to get your own interpretation of the scripture. You Reverend Rouse and God, other black God, women ministers oh who have God, fought their society's racism now feel the sting of their church's sexism. Men simply don't want to give up the power. If you plan to be a part of a traditional church, then there is a code of silence. Um, you have to play the game. Or? Or you just find yourself in the same place year after year after year. That's what happened to Reverend Helen McLaughlin, a minister for almost 20 years in the Baptist Church, where the leaders, the pastors, are chosen by the congregation. They didn't choose her. There were churches that I applied for that hired men who had less credentials, less experience, less time in the ministry than me. And when she was invited to preach in someone else's church, some people walked out. It's real hurtful. The expressions on faces, the rolling of the eyes, the, the whispering while you're trying to preach is an additional stress that I've had to bear. Southern Baptists uh, kicked out uh, a few churches for having women in leadership positions. Um, do you support that decision? Uh, I support religious freedom in America. I support the right of... Uh, you support the right of a faith to say... Any faith. No, no women should I be I have their policies according to the dictates yeah. of their conscience. I, I have to tell you, uh, 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 women ministers yeah. have had a big impact on our family. Have we've, Would you be comfortable being a member of a Christian church that ministry? did that? That uh, refused a woman pastor? Chuck, let me tell you... Um, the most important decision I ever made in my life was when I put my faith in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Um, and I follow him as best as I can every day. And, and by his grace, we'll follow him through this course of this campaign and wherever the future holds. And, but I'll always be a champion for the religious freedom of every American. I promise you. What? What a... What a crop a, a crock of... A crock of you know what. Lord have mercy. He's got about a snowball chance in hell being president of you. He can't even answer the question. Wouldn't answer the question. You know why? You know why, don't you? He, he might lose votes. These churches. He, hey, Southern Baptist. Because he can't, he will not be invited to, to the convention. Next year, he won't be invited. He won't get their endorsement. What a crocker! You know what? Terrell, Texas. You're on with Madison, the Black Eagle, here on CSXM Urban View. Good morning, Mr. Madison. Thank you for accepting the call. I've been listening the whole time, and I wanted to say you are right. Not just from what you were saying about um, the two women that came at the tomb. But the Bible talks about women preachers. I mean, the first place you go was Romans 16. As, a, as someone who's formerly trained with a master's and nearly finishing a doctorate, the word minister and deacon are the same word. They both come from the word ministerials, which has neither a male nor female meaning. It simply means to serve. And Romans 16 is a whole chapter 
on women deacons and ministers who Paul commands to other churches not only to listen to but accept his letters. Some would argue that 1 Corinthians uh, 14, where it says women be silent in the church, means that they're not to preach. Wrong. It means that those women in that church setting were gossiping and causing confusion. It doesn't refer to the pastor. It refers to the congregants. You'd have to go two chapters back where Paul tells women that they don't have to look like men to preach. Even if you go to the Old Testament, you have Deborah in the book of Judges who led a whole nation. You would refer to Vashti's virtue. And just for fun and kicks, uh, Brother Madison, if you look at the New Testament, the book of John, there was a prophetess who said that she would not leave the temple until she saw the coming of the Lord, which was the birth of Jesus. So if someone reads the word with understanding and pray that they have a pastor who's thoroughly trained to understand the cultural mandates of the word, they would understand that women preachers have been around since day one. And that if you strictly look at the word preach, which is to proclaim, you miss the power of what the proclamation is to be. It is to be by someone who is a servant and it doesn't matter the gender or the sex of the servant. It matters that that person be called and be trained to administer the word of God. That's all I have, sir. Man, you literally have brought tears to my eyes. Oh, my God. You, you know, let, let me tell you, Terrell, I don't know you, have not met you, but it seems... I, I, you, what you've established in my mind is why I have to be accurate as best I can. Because there's a Terrell out there. There's a Terrell out there. There is a Terrell. And I can't fool around. I can't fool around with, with, with foolishness and, 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 and propaganda and misinformation. Terrell is listening. And what did he say? I've been listening. Now, let me tell you something. I'm a trained, I'm, I'm a trained, educated individual. Getting not only, a, I'm getting my doctorate in this. And you just, uh, I, we should have dropped the mic. <laughs> I mean,. I mean, I, 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 I know, and, and I can hear in your voice, I can hear in your voice how serious and studious you are. And so, therefore, I don't want to, I, I don't want to lighten this up. But any, well, any, I... anybody who just heard you, and I'm going to tell you, if there's any audio clip that needs to be preserved, it's this one that you just played. So, but you wanted to say something else. Go ahead. I'm, uh, I was just going to say, Bishop McKenzie, Vashti McKenzie, who yes, is the that I Bishop ref- of the AME Church, right. she wrote a whole book on this when I was in seminary almost 20 years ago. And she went, went through it even more thoroughly than I did. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's always amazing to me. In, in my current denomination, we now have ministers going to church, going to seminary, so that they can be more accurate in what they're doing. And it amazes me that we will accept misinformation because mm-hmm. it makes us comfortable right. rather than accepting something that makes us better. 
Thank you, Terrell. So again, Ms. Madison, thank you so much. I appreciate the conversation, and I even more, I appreciate you. Uh, keep fighting, man. I appreciate you. I, 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 it is you who is appreciated. It is you who's appreciated. <laughs> Damien from D.C., good morning. Joe, I don't know how I'm going to follow Terrell because he actually stole my thunder. I'll just add a cherry on top of what he said. If you go to Acts 16, 14, Lydia, a woman, a maker of purple dye, was actually the first convert in Europe that Paul converted, and then she spread the word. And as Terrell said, I got to imagine she proclaimed Jesus Christ. So without a woman, we might not have Christianity throughout Europe. That's all I'll say. All right. And so the Southern, uh, well, I'm not going to, I'm going to keep rolling. I'm going to keep rolling. Dale from Georgia. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Madison and team. To stay on the discussion of women preachers, ask them to read the book of Acts, the second chapter, 17th verse. That's all I would have, Mr. Madison. Thank you. All right. Now, what brought this up for those of you? See, we take news stories. We take news stories. Now, you just had Chuck Todd ask of a presidential candidate about, about Southern Baptists. And he avoided it. He avoided it. He avoided it. Now, this is what we do. So there's a news story. And now what we, and and so I share the news story with you. It's like Candace Owens, who referred to Juneteenth as ghetto and made up. How do you say Juneteenth was made up? You had a union general that marched into Galveston, mostly with colored troops, and told slaves, oh, by the way, you're free. And the and and as I watched the various documentaries over the weekend, the slaveholders knew they were free. You know why? Because they could. The slaveholders could read, and it was a big debate within the Lincoln administration. You really don't want to do this. This may be misinterpreted. Now, I'm just kind of paraphrasing it without going into all the dirty little detail. There are history books written about the Emancipation Proclamation. General, wait a minute. What's his face? The general that marched into Galveston, he wasn't telling slaveholders that your slaves are free. They already knew it. It was the slaves that didn't know it. And so they celebrated. They celebrated. And those that didn't celebrate got the hell off the plantation. Some of them were told, you, you, you may have to stay on the plantation, but at least you got to you can get you got to get paid for it. 
Now, by the way, some of the of slaveholders didn't have money. Didn't have money, very little wealth. And that's when what started? Sharecropping. James from North Carolina. Good morning. 14 after the hour. Good morning, Brother Madison. Man, I tell you, those two guys uh, that, that came in head, whoo, they took, they took everything from I me. mean, they, <laughs> let me tell you that Terrell sat there yes, and just, just, and by the way, that's why I said to the one caller who wouldn't answer the question, probably because he didn't realize that the, uh, what what uh, I can't even think of her name right now. I'm sorry. The Bishop AME Church. Vashti McKenzie. McKenzie, Bishop McKenzie. Forgive me, Bishop McKenzie. I have watched her, and, and you know, I'm at that stage in life. <laughs> I can't always remember the name without writing it down, but excuse me. That's why I said, if she was sitting here, what would you say? Come to ointment. First of all, you'd probably be best to shut the fuck up since she's written a book about it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's when, since she's written a book about it, shut up. But, but, you know, but wait a minute. That's me now. Now, once again, I'm not a minister. I'm a layman. And I always think of uh, Gladys Knight's song, Papa Could Swear. (laughs) But what can I yeah. say? <laughs> Go yeah. ahead. And um, the the thing about it, um, the uh, church that I went to down here in Charlotte, um, I just you know uh, the uh, there was a, they had a um, a woman minister to come up, and she preached fire and brimstone. I mean, I mean it. To me, when you go for a service, it 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 seemed to be directed to me. And I and that's when I get a lot out of it, because it's telling me what I did wrong and what I did right, and so forth and so on. And uh, and she really made, I mean, made the devil come out of me, I guess you could say. <laughs> but uh, but I got more out of her sermon than I get out of some of the men. And I think the men feel threatened. That's yes. why they want to change. Oh, yeah. that, that's it. Do you know that's the word? You're absolutely, they're threatened. You're at, I mean, it's just like, just like Charlie uh, Kurt. He's threatened. You know, he knows damn well that Juneteenth isn't going to supplant the 4th of July. He knows that. He knows in the 21st century, we're all going, we're all going to celebrate the 4th of July. He, He knows that. He's threatened. That's what that's what's going on in this country. These folk are threatened and they know who they are. And and again, we're not talking about every generalizing white America. I'm talking about the Charlie Kirks of the world. I'm talking about the Mark Levines of the world. I'm talking about these folk. They are threatened. And their and their fear is we've done so much bet we've done we 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 are our white superior our white supremacy may come back to mm-hmm. haunt us but you know it's like um what's her, uh the comedian uh 
Wanda Wanda Sykes, Sykes said. Wanda Sykes. Wanda, yeah. Wanda Sykes said, "Black folks don't think like that." No, but we, we don't. don't. We don't think like like we we really don't think. Not that that look. Nothing's absolute, but for the most part, we just want to get on with our lives. We just want to be able to have the freedom to to raise our family without interference. We want to be able to buy a house without it being undervalued. We just want to, you know, we want the public education to be uh, to be strengthened. We want basically what you want, but what most of these folk want is supremacy. And those days, let me tell you something. Those days are over. That's that I say that those days are over. So we all might as well just get along. Amen. Thank you, Brother Madison. You're welcome. Nineteen after the hour. Chris from LA. I mean from Louisiana. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Madison. How are you, sir? I'm okay, Chris. I love your shows. I've learned so much in the past couple of years. I've talked to you before when they were uh, praying to a statue of Trump, and uh, you told me to rebuke all those people. But I'm here in Louisiana, but I love the subject. Women are just as gifted. I, I've, I've run churches. I'm still a pastor. I love when women come and use their gifts, talents, and abilities. And in the kingdom, uh, the vessels are equal. Men and women are, are anointed to do the will of God. And, and so we shouldn't be intimidated. And I got into a lot of uh, issues with other pastors coming at me saying, why are you letting the women preach? I said, because you need to read the word of God. God anoints different people. And even the woman at the well was the first evangelist on Jesus's team. She went and told everybody about Jesus, a man who did. Hello. Yeah. She, I forgot she, about that story. Yeah. She was the first evangelist. She went out and she told the team, the, the whole town, come see a man who told me everything I ever did. And and it, they fill the whole area with brand new converts because of that woman. And and that and that's why Terrell said, "Y'all yes. better understand the definition of preaching." Yes. Y'all better yes. understand the definition of minister ministering. That's right. That's right. God chooses. He chooses different vessels. But you and know, so we we have to yes, keep sir. we have to keep in mind, women couldn't be doctors. Women yes. couldn't be lawyers. That's right. Women couldn't be this or couldn't be that. You know, I mean, mm. th- I mean, that that's that, that's the culture undervalued. Yes, sir. See, first of all, black folk couldn't be doctors. Black folk couldn't be this. Couldn't be that. Couldn't I be remember. This. It, it, undervalue, underestimate, and marginalize. Yes. Bin, bingo. Bingo. Right. Bingo. Drop the mic on their asses. Uh, Katie from Georgia. Good morning. Good morning, sir. This topic that you have this morning is really near and dear to my heart, sir. I was raised a Southern Baptist in the womb, a member of a very, very conservative Baptist Christian church. Uh, I saw women, including myself, work behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, did so much for the church. And what I learned Finally, what I learned is that this is not about scripture. This is about economic power. Right. 
the, the men who have the power in the pulpit want to keep that power. And I witness women time and time again in leadership positions. They can only go so far. But if they try to get in that pulpit, oh, no, thank you. So that, that's what this is about. And we have a choice. If you're a believer, you have a choice. You don't have to keep worshiping at that same church. And those churches that are now separated from the Southern Baptists, I say, yay, go ahead, women, sisters, go ahead and lead. All right. Let me go to um, 25, uh, 26 after. And by the way, I'm taking the calls sort of first come, first serve. So I'm not picking and choosing. Um, you know, because uh, they're coming in. So Herman is from Georgia. Go ahead, Herman. Good morning, Mr. Madison. Good morning. Sir, so first of all, a woman can do anything that she wants to do, right? So so some of these folks with this caveman way of thinking, uh, you know, it, it really reminds me of some of these people who are so gullible, uh, just like the, the people who drank the Jim Jones Kool-Aid, <laughs> it really reminds these people remind me of that. People need to critically think for themselves. OK, and a woman, if a woman wants to be a pastor, she can be a pastor or a minister. Now, it, it also reminds me it fits into this narrative of, you know, a woman can't do what she wants to do with her body. Right. So if she's not good enough or wise enough, whatever the case may be, to be a pastor or a minister, then these same people are, are saying that, well, a woman can't do what she wants to do with her body. So to me, it all falls in the same narrative. So people need to think for themselves. And, and by the job. way, a lot of this is cultural, too. I mean, you know, like, for example, um, and again, I, I don't, you know, the Islamic religion. I, once again, the, it, it's if you go back in his if you go back and study their history, that it, it is as much cultural as it is theological. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like like for example, uh, having more than one wife. Now again, Mormons think that way, or at least they used to. Um, you know, uh, but but one of the things that they that you they don't talk about it among with uh Islam is you you can have more than one wife and that was because you know because folks would it was better that you 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 have a husband and a family than be on the be poor and 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 not have resources but you have to you, you you have to give what you give one you have to give the other. Mm-hmm. You know it's not like oh I can go okay. out here. I look I when I was in South Sudan, um, I met a political leader and he was a colonel in the in the war, but I think he must have had six wives, mm-hmm. and wow. and then and then he pulled me aside. And said, "Yes, but I, I have, I have to give. If if one wife, they either all live under the same roof, or I have to each have individual homes." Oh. And I think he's down to two now. Oh, <laughs> <So>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, indeed. Point but, well but, taken. I'm, but, but, but I mean, I'm being facetious. But once again, I'm not going to, I can't get into the theology and the history and the culture that goes back thousands of years, even before Christianity. I can't, you know, I'm not going to try and do that. But it is it is much theological as it is cultural. You know, but, you know, but, you know, but, you know, the, you know, the thing is, that's why last Thursday I said, I just got tired of this foolishness. I got tired of arguing. And I said, fine. Y'all don't want to hear. Y'all don't want to argue. Fine. Two minutes. Say what you want to say. And I'm not going to reply. And and then and then Shauna Renee said, well, you asked for that. (laughs) You asked for that. Let me take one more call before we go to a break. Uh, John from Illinois. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, Joe. Um, Good message. Uh, I I think in the Bible it states from Genesis to Revelation, man has turned on God. Let me let me let me stop. Let me stop you. Let me stop you. Are you a minister? No, I'm not. All right, so wait. One question and one answer at a time. And here's why I'm doing this. Have you have you gone to seminary? No, sir. No, sir. One one question at a time. One answer. And I'm saying to you, John, be very careful. You just heard a theologian, a young man. Mm -hmm. You're not listening. You're just trying to wait for me to finish. Thank you. You just heard Terrell explain, explain in detail. Be ve- and so what I'm saying to you, I'm going to let you say what you have to say, but be very careful when a teacher, a master teacher, educates you, don't try to undo what you just learned. Now, go ahead, John, and then I'll take a break. Women should be in the pulpit. That was quick. Thank you. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.